Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. It's Monday, May 23rd. I am just, sorry, getting started at, at like 9 a.m., I'm still on West Coast time. I was out in Utah at Zion National Park. And if you guys haven't been to Zion National Park, if you're in the U.S., it basically you fly into um, uh, Vegas. And it's about a three-hour drive. Um, I choose to stay in Hurricane when I go. I don't stay in Springdale uh, inside the park because it's just too expensive. And I think there's more to actually um, more restaurants and food and and things. Uh, I get an Airbnb in Hurricane. Uh, Ironically, the Airbnb that we chose this time, there was a note on the door when we came back um, that uh, the the Airbnb was go. They were doing some uh, some 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 blasting of rock around the area. I guess that's common because it is all rock. Um, but they were afraid that the house was going to fall down. So, um, yeah, that was fun to come back to. Uh, but, uh, anyway, uh, I am just getting started, um, to try and, uh, get some stuff going. Um, I, I did not honest God, I didn't pay attention to the market. Uh, other than when I got back to the house at night, about nine, ten o'clock um, uh, at night, each night when I got in, outside the park. So uh, my days were spent um, just kind of hanging out and, 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 and hiking and doing that. Uh, I was shocked on Wednesday. Um, but like I've been telling you guys, when you see moves up, um, specifically today, there's a, uh, a move up. Um, well, what's going to happen? You're going to see the VIX start to fly. Um, the VIX, I'm trying to pull up Active Trader Pro right now uh, to try and see exactly what's going on. Okay, Active Trader Pro is <laughs> reinstalling. I took about a 10-minute break. Pause the podcast recording. Um, and for the past... I'd say 10, 9, 10 minutes. Um, Active Trader Pro has been running package scripts and it says less than a minute waiting. Um, I guess I got back to and I have to update Monterey 12.4 as well. So uh, I figure I'm going to run this podcast with just, um, just TrendSpider. And um, there were a couple of things that happened. Again, I went out of town, things kind of crashed. I was looking at Uvixi right now. Um, and I, while I don't have Active Trader Pro up to kind of see um, actual kind of up to the minute things, um, Uvixi does pose an interesting one. Whereas, again, the VIX in my mind wants to live at about 30, between 30 and 40. Um, when it's 35, I say don't even touch the VIX. Um, 
unless you know something's going to happen when it's uh, 28 or 26, I believe, when I left for Vegas. Um, buy it. Buy it. So, um, but Uvixie is one that, that I think you could easily make 10% on. Um, Apple, which I've, I've kind of been a <clears throat> big believer in and have told you guys, hey, anything under 170, go and buy it. I continue to think that that's the case. The multiple for Apple, it wants to be pulled down to um to 17. That's where it was prior to the uh the pandemic and that's where it wants to live. Um the forward PE is 20 right now. So you may have a little bit more downside. Um right now you're trading at uh 138 138.10. Um it's up slightly in the pre-market. Um again, back up the Brinks truck in my mind. Uh, I, I just, I, I don't know, you know, your time horizon we should get to this. Your time horizon is big. And I read an article, I believe I may have posted it. If I haven't posted it on Twitter, I'll post it. It was Buffett versus Burry. Michael Burry, who is famous for calling the housing crisis and shorting the house cri- housing crisis and making billions of dollars, uh, making himself wealthier than he'll ever, ever need, um, blah, blah, blah. He has been shorting Apple. Now, we all know that Buffett, most likely, has been buying Apple. Um, he's a big believer in that company, Buffett. I was with friends in, um, in Vegas, and one of the, the friends asked me about uh, what my strategy is. And I said, you know, for years, I've followed Buffett in my long portfolio. And you don't worry about short-term uh, issues. When you follow Buffett, you, you really go long-term. And Apple is one of those where it's long-term. So at 1.30, I have no doubt in my mind he's buying this one up. He's been buying it probably the entire way down. Um, probably since April 4th, he's been adding to his, uh, his portfolio on this one. Um, Burry, on the other hand, is shorting it with puts. Uh, Burry is the current winner. In this one, but the article that I read and I sent to a few friends was they're both probably winners. And the reason is um, because while Burry's uh, assumption, and remember, Burry shorted Tesla as well, and he made money doing it um, from 1,000 down to 700, um, and it went back up to 1,200, and he probably shorted it again, to be honest. But uh, Burry will probably be winning this one in the short term if he shorted it up there around 180 um, and brings it down to 137. Fantastic for him. Uh, but five years from now, Buffett will probably win too. And that was the point of the article is uh, when you see these headlines and, and you see Motley Fool posting, hey, these are stocks for right now, blah, blah, blah. Whenever you see stuff like that. Um, they can win right now, but in the long term, they might be losers if they're shorting. Because one thing that the market has taught us is if you short for a long period, you will lose. The market continually goes up. Um, it, it, it has fluctuations, but again, it depends on your timeline. So um, with that one, I in the algorithm, Apple is not a buy. The MACD is still lower. Um, it is... Uh, the RSI is at 36. This is getting close to a buy. Again, I can't imagine that this isn't a buy. 
the, the, the volume levels that we're seeing are when it was at about 150 and took off to 180 last time. So uh, my guess is that we get from 130 up to 160, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, I don't think I'd be afraid to buy Apple. I am not adding to my position because I already have enough. Um, there was an interesting Brian Monahan, the CEO of Bank of America, this morning was on CNBC and I was watching in bed the interview. And um, an interesting point he made was, you know, the Fed is trying to um, damper down uh, spending. And and the way that they do that is they uh, increase uh, interest rates. And so that makes things cost more and that will make people spend less. <clears throat> That's the thought process. Well, Brian Moynihan said the average person with less than $1,000 um, in their savings account before the pandemic, uh, today ha- still has $4,000 in their savings account. Um, the average person with $5,000 before the pandemic in their bank account has an average of $13,000 in their bank account today. So while the Fed is trying to tamper down spending, um, there also is a lot more savings in these people's bank accounts. And, and, and it was an important part because, you know, typically when the, the Fed starts raising interest rates, people start spending less. Well, as people have these savings, they're feeling safer. They might still go out and spend more just because they have more. Um, so it's an interesting kind of thing. Don't know. Uh, one other thing that I wanted to look at was, um, before I kind of get into specific stocks, was um, AGG, which is a uh, aggregate bond fund by iShares. This has been a uh, train wreck of a stock. Um, you know, the algorithm loses you 10%. The actual stock loses you 12% over, 10, over 1,000 candles, um, uh, 37 positions. You are not, uh, let me see real quick. You are in it. At 102.61 today, you're at 103. So it has bounced off. Um, it has not made, even though it went from 102, the MACD is significantly going up, but the stock just hasn't gone up. So this is not one where you buy it for the, the stock price, the, the performance chart again, 10, minus 10% versus minus 12%, but there's a dividend involved with this because it is a bond fund. So um, the RSI right now is at 56. I don't, I, I don't say buy this one, but the interesting thing was, um, this is down 9% year-to-date. The S&P is down 18% year-to-date. So it's an interesting one because bonds have cut in half the S&P, so they've outperformed the S&P even though they've lost. Um, so interesting one there. Um, let's go over some energy stocks. I posted an article on um, from Motley Fool about three dividend players. One was AT&T. Um, the other one was a REIT. I forget which one it was. And the third was what is an energy stock, uh, Enterprise Part- Products Partner, EPD. Um, of the three, EPD is the only one that I would say. And I think it was a 7 or 8% dividend. It might even be bigger. But EPD is a buy in the algorithm at 26.59. Right now, the RSI is at 55. Energy, in my mind, again, <laughs> go after it. Um, Devon, uh, in the pre-market is at 7056. Remember how I said when it gets to 65 sell, 
Well, I didn't sell um, because it still had room to go. Still has, you know, it, it, again, um, it went all the way up to 72, 73 back on May 18th. Um, I see the MACD is kind of falling down. The RSI is at 57. This one is overextended. I will probably trade out of this one and take my profits on this one. Um, Occidental Petroleum, similar to this. Again, EPD, Occidental Petroleum, Devon. Um, this one you are in, still in from the 57 buy on May 3rd. Uh, it, it's almost doing the same exact thing. You've got a dividend X date of uh, June 9th on this one. Um, uh, that's Oxy. Let's look at XOM. Uh, probably the same thing. Yeah, you're, you're in this one at 91. Uh, 77. You're at 91.88 right now. The MACD looks like it's the strike line is is rising. The RSI is at 59. My guess is this one still has some room to run. Uh, it's at 52 week highs, so it, it's it's up there. I might have to take some profits on this one. Um, CVX, which is Chevron, which is a big one as well. Huge dividend. They give back to the customer to the shareholder. Um, the ex-dividend date was just last week, May 18th. It's kind of flattened off. It's at 167. You are still in at a buy from May 13th, which was 166. Those are your energy stocks. Again, EPD, uh, Devon, Oxy, XOM, CVX. My belief in those are still, you know, you've got that one. Um, one that I always talk about that I wanted to get into and I may get into today or tomorrow um, there was a sell on American Express at, uh, on Friday, um, at you were, it was a loss of, looks like about 7%, um, 161 down to 153. If you're still holding at 161, I'd say hold it. Um, I think American Express is one that, that will come back with some of the travel, um, that's coming back. Although I will tell you, um, and, and mark this down. Monkey pox is here. So I think it's called, yeah, monkey pox. Um, it is highly contagious um, to the point where Scott Gottlieb was on CNBC this morning and they asked him about monkey pox and he said it can live on surfaces, even clothing. So imagine, you know, uh, going into a store, trying on clothes, somebody had just touched it, they have monkey pox, they don't know that they have monkey pox, blah, blah, blah. Misdiagnosis, he also said, also said was huge. So could have another round of pandemic quote uh, style things. Um, but monkeypox is here. American Express opening up. I think this one's a good one. Um, again, I, I like it. I know I've liked it all the way from 170 down to 153. Um, just because a stock is, is below its 52-week high doesn't mean that it's good. But your time horizon matters. This one, in my mind, is a long time horizon. So let's look at some of our favorites. SPG, Simon Property Group, with their ex-dividend date coming up on June 8th. Um, this one is down at 108. It has continued to fall, even though their earnings were in line. Uh, retail is just getting killed, specifically with Target. Um, I, as you guys know, I, I'm a holder of Target. I think I have $20,000 in um, Target. It's probably worth twenty five thousand instead of the forty thousand that it was worth. Um, but I, I'm still a believer in this one. I probably should have sold it. Um, no, seeing Walmart what the way they did, but um, we saw three big retailers: Amazon, Walmart, and Target. 
The consumer is the problem now. That's the final leg in this uh, in this kind of chair. So, uh, well, I should say the final leg in the actual four uh, stem chair is housing. And so if we start seeing housing going down, run for the hills, uh, liquidate your positions. Um, but SPG is down there. Target is down there. Uh, I Neither one of these are buys right now. They're still kind of sitting there. CLF, um, I said, hey, when it dips under 20, you want to buy this one. This one actually, May 16th, there's a buy at 21.92. You're trading at 21.79 right now. The RSI is at 41. Uh, I think buyers start to show up here. Uh, I think if you can get it today, it looks like it dipped down um, 20.30 on May 12th. Um, was, yeah, it looks like, you know, anything in 20. Uh, so if you could put an order in, you know, it opened at 20.99 on Friday. Um, the low was $20.98. I, I think in the 20 range, you're safe buying here. Um, again, Cleveland Cliffs. This is just an iron ore company. So anything made with steel, they're going to need to do. Qualcomm, great dividend, incredible quarter. Um, 5G, um, their ex-dividend date is coming up on June 1st. I think it's a 1% or 2% dividend, so it's not enormous. Um, but uh, I think that is a, it looks like the MACD is going to cross up. Hasn't crossed up yet. Kind of wait and see what today does. Before you get into that one, Oracle uh, is another one of my favorites. Tech has just been on the slide. This one's at $69. Um, you're not in it. The MACD probably will cross up. Kind of wait for this one too. I think this one's a little bit of a, a difficult one to, to trade uh, with tech just being horrible. Their earnings are coming up on uh, June 14th. So uh, healthcare, which is uh, very defensive. In particular, United Health uh, United Health Group (UNH) is the the behemoth. Um, May sixteenth, a buy at four eighty five forty one, and you're just kind of trading sideways since then. Uh, today, it's at forty six. Uh, the open, so um, it, you know, get into this one. This is a five hundred dollars stock easily. Um, their earnings they they reported earnings on April thirteenth. So there's no earnings, there's no catalyst in the future, but the MACD did cross up the RSI's at 48. Um, AbbVie, which pays, I believe, a 5 or a 6% dividend um, on this one. It was a sell on Friday um, uh, and for a 0.29% loss. You don't have the MACD crossing up, but it did run from 152 to 154. Uh, you got out with a slight... Um, a positive 0.2%. Um, but this is one, again, healthcare. They've got their dividend coming up at some point in the future. Um, they just announced earnings, so there's no real catalyst on that one. One that does have a cross-up, um, Eli Lilly, LLY, which has been just a great um, stock through this pandemic. And they have the weight loss drug, which I talked about before. Um, this one crossed up here in the morning today, so probably in the afternoon I'll get an alert with a buy. Um, I will let you know what that buy is, but Eli Lilly, MACD cross up. So um, it's, you know, it, it's a market. Uh, I don't have Active Trader Pro up. It's still in, installing, so I can't look at the VIX. Can't look at a lot of stuff, but I'll do another podcast tomorrow. Um, again, I think today... 
you kind of sit back. It's Monday. Sit back in the morning. See what happens. Uh, if you want to invest in any anything, again, uh, energy is my go-to. Energy in my mind is just it's a winner. You can't lose on energy now. The the supply is greatly um, undervalued, um, and, and the demand demand is going to go up with Memorial Day. Um, and the summer, summer travel season here in the U.S. at least, and in Europe, demand's going to go up, and, and nobody's increasing supply. So I think that that barrel of oil is going to be at what, 140 by the end of the summer. But my guess is, you know, UCO is probably going to be back at at the 190 mark. Um, it's trading at 174 right now. You got a buy-in on UCO May 13th at 174.39. I don't 100% trust UCO's charting and my algorithm on this one just because it's a um, a futures contract. But uh, I, I, again, Oxy, Devin, um, what's Devin? Devin's up 0.41. Market's kind of pulling back a little bit here. Um, I think, you know, by the way, the financials, they're getting a boost up just because they've been beaten down so much. Bank of America. Under 40, like I've always said. Um, Bank of America under 40, it's at 34.69. You'd be out of it right now. You've been buying and, and losing all the way down from 40 to this point. Um, but dollar cost average, you're, you're buy. Remember, uh, if you have a $10,000 position that you want to take, get $1,000 in there one day, $1,000 in the next day. Uh, maybe do it twice a day. You have free trades. Uh, Bank of America's dividends coming up on June 2nd. It's not a big dividend from what I remember, but still a good one. Um, if you want a big dividend, actually, one that I've played in the past and I looked at again is PFF. Um, this is one that puts off, I think, a 5-7% dividend, something like that. And on May 13th, it had a, a MACD cross-up at 32.89. It's trading at 33 right now. It's kind of been sideways. The, MAC, the RSI is at 45 um, but the MACD is down here. Um, I, I, you know, again, this is, I, I think when I looked at them before, um, let's look at their top 10 holdings, if you will. Um, PFF. Their top 10 holdings. Um, let me see, profile. Do, 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 top 10 holdings. Um, Broadcom, uh, BlackRock, Wells Fargo. Bank of America, Citigroup, Donner, um, Nextera Energy, PG&E, Southern Company. So they're, they're, they've been very defensive in this one. Um, it tracks the results of the uh, ICE exchange. Um, their dividend, um, let me see their dividend yield. Um, where is it? Sorry. Again, I'm still foggy. Um, they had their dividend already paid. Uh, 30-day yield is 4.74. So it's a 4%. I had this one for years. It was paying out 7%. I saw it cross up. So uh, you've got options. Hopefully I'll have better ones for you tomorrow. Take care, everybody.